0: It all right, let's do it. The man with the golden gun. What a song! What a terrible song! Horrible worst, worst song in any Bond movie so far.
1: Oh, I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't remember the music in Her Majesty's Secret Service, but I don't remember it being bad. Just on Her Majesty's Secret Service, I believe
0: was just an instrumental, right? Did it even have a, didn't have a, you know, so okay, so what's your okay, okay, so so far to date, what is your favorite?
1: Movie theme song,
0: not the, not the James Bond song itself, but
1: just, you know, the
0: theme. Live and Let Die.
1: I think Live and Let Die, and I can say that that, that stands all the way up through to today. Yeah. Live I, and Let Die is a great song. It is a great I, song. And, and if there's anything wrong with it, it's just that we've all heard it so many times over the years that it's, it's, it's worn familiar. But it's a fantastic song. It is. It's Paul McCartney at his best. I mean, it's – I'll tell you my second choice. My second choice is – You Only Live uh, Twice no i like that one carly simon really Uh, yeah what's the song from carly simon
0: uh it's um the spy it's for the spy who loved me but that's not the name of the song right
1: right there that's a
0: line in the song but it's not and see i can't remember um nobody does it better
1: nobody does it better yep
0: they're saying it in the chat room too
1: nobody does it better Right, and there's something about that. It's something even weird. I'm sure. I bet the DVD extras have something about like that. They commissioned a song called "The Spy Who Loved Me," and it didn't work out, and yeah. got Carly Simon. It's just great. And to me, the the lyrics and everything it, it, it perfectly encapsulates the Roger Moore era. Yes,
0: I can see that. Now, I like. Now, here's the thing.
1: Yeah, those are the two. Those the first,
0: are the, two. the first Roger Moore Bond that we see. A lot of people. One thing we have to do. I'll, I'll let me invoke my Syracuse-esque uh, side here and, and to do some follow-up and say, we got a lot of people writing in saying, well, of, of course the reason that Roger Moore was so comfortable in the Bond role is because he'd been doing The Saint. All right. And, okay, so that's, that's why he was comfortable in the Bond role. You could also say he was comfortable in the Bond role because he's a good actor or a, a good actor for Bond. I still... I, I still like Roger Moore's Bond. I'm not saying I like him better than Sean Connery, uh, but I like him. The the further you go in the series up till now, now, I've, I've, uh, I've already previewed recently previewed uh, the spy who loved me. And I like him even better in that, the 10th Bond film than I like him in the ninth. Uh, And, and there's so many things that are bad about the man with the golden gun. Right. Uh, Gosh, there's so many things that are bad. The the first thing that comes to mind is first of all tattoos in this movie,
1: right? Herve Villachez. And I'm wa- I, yeah.
0: And I'm watching. I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm watching this thing. And usually when I watch these movies, I watch them in the morning. Uh, but this time I had it on uh, in the in the evening. I was watching part of it. And this is what's great. We have two Apple TVs. I have one in my studio here, uh, so that I can watch MLB and sometimes the Netflix films. And then I have one out in the main room. So we. Uh, the, the TV that's in here is like a tiny little fifteen-inch screen. But the way I was watching on the big one, and my wife's there, and she and she says, "Oh, what is this? Are you watching Fantasy Island? Because there's an island, and there's tattoo walking right. around." And, and 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 then right then, uh, she sees. Um, and see now, I'd say I'm. I'm already. I messed up myself because I was looking at. I was looking at the other movie more recently, so I'm already forgetting what's the villain's name in this uh, film. Scaramanga. Scaramanga. So I'm, Scaramanga shows up, and she's like, "Oh, it is Fantasy Island," because she's thinking it's a guy. I'm like, "No, uh, I'm like this is a, this is a." Bond you think movie.
1: maybe they got the idea for Fantasy Island? I, they, I Anthem, think the they yeah. had to because they're yeah. on an
0: island. It's the same thing.
1: And, and uh, what's his name is so, does sort of look like Christopher he Lee. He does. Anyway, what's his name? anyway, Khan. Khan. I always think it was Khan. What the hell's his name? Khan.
0: That's yeah, all you really need to for things. for this audience. You call him con.
1: This is this is this is that that thing about Google rotting one's brain out. It's
0: like uh, like they used to say, oh well, kids won't know how to do their times tables anymore because they have calculators, and and now right. it's like you don't even. Retain I don't remember any,
1: actors' names.
0: Any information on Google? So so here's the weird thing. Now the, the the gangster that shows up is one of the gangsters from uh, yeah from uh diamonds are forever forever, he's the
1: guy he's the guy who threw the threw her out the window and he says nice nice throw and he goes I didn't even know there was a pool down there yeah right isn't that the guy so you're assuming it's
0: it's probably thought to be the same guy right I don't know like it's the same actor
1: Ricardo Montalban
0: Montalban I'm not looking at the chat room for Bond I I stop looking because I get to I need to really focus for this
1: um I don't know do you think it was meant to be the same guy I felt like I felt like it was, but didn't Bond never killed those guys in Diamonds Are Forever?
0: No, they get up and leave when uh, right.
1: and he when, never goes back to nah, get them. Right. No, no need to. In the book, Diamonds Are Forever. The bad guys were gangsters. And I feel like, you know, they, they sort of left a little bit of that in. But uh, because it wasn't a, a Blofeld novel, it was a, like a gangster ring. Uh yeah, I think that it could be the same guy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's the same guy. I'm gonna say it's the same character. Yeah. So this is, this is the whole
0: thing. Is that Scaramanga says to Tattoo, "Go ahead and, and get this guy down in my funhouse, and hide my, take my gun and hide it from me, taunt me, right. and over, over the whole thing." And, and yet this is a setup and it's all something I just want you to do.
1: It just It's just so strange. It's the worst of worst. the worst. Some of these Bond openings are so bad and some of the Connery you – know, the Connery ones are the same way. We're, we're like when, when Smirsh was having the exercise in uh, – all the way back in uh, – from, from Russia with Love where the guy opens up and, and they're training a guy to kill James yeah. Bond. And the guy who's playing James Bond actually has, like, an exquisitely well-done rubber mask, like, so well done that, in fact, they just had Sean Connery play it with a little bit of makeup on his face to right. look, like, pale. Yeah. Uh, like, why would you go that effort? Yeah. Why would you go to that effort? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, why would you put a mask on the guy? And why would you have him actually kill him?
0: Yeah, because he, he actually killed the guy.
1: Right. Like, oh, you know what? I could, I could also, I could see that actually. I could see how you'd want to train killers. Like, actually, have like a Roman col. I take it back. I could see how if you wanted to be a ruthlessly evil organization, you'd want to do like a Roman Coliseum type.
0: Well, they did make Jason Bourne kill a guy to prove,
1: right? You know,
0: right. So maybe but it was I, that kind of thing.
1: Right. Maybe the guy I didn't don't... even.
0: Maybe the guy didn't know it was even a simulation, really.
1: Yeah. No, he did know it was a simulation. Well, I'm just so, trying to give him the benefit. But uh, but why would you put the guy in James Bond makeup? <laughs> Right, like exquisite, <laughs> yeah, uh, preposterously good James Bond makeup makes no sense. Yeah, who needs plastic surgery if you get? A I mask feel like, like these guys, that? they, they the, the producers, they lost, they lost, they lost something essential here, you know. And and a I, I, guy Hamilton, not a good director. Sorry, I mean the guy's directed a bunch of these, and the more I look at these ones that Guy Hamilton directed, they're they're just poorly technically, poorly directed. That's bad. Uh, and this Tom Mankiewicz guy. Wrote the screenplay for this. He did uh, the last one. He did Diamonds Are Forever, and, and they're they're the ones that are full of the worst written stuff. Stuff that like this that makes no logical sense. Like, why would you do that? Why would you pay? You know, and it just doesn't make sense. It it it's another violation of Tuco's law. Like where the, this gangster who's come, you know, who who uh, tattoo is, has paid to to come and 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 serve as like an exercise for for. Scaramanga has the drop on Scaramanga he turns he's in the exercise room he's got his gun pointed at him and instead of shooting him he like gives him like a look like well aren't you gonna make me chase you
0: yeah right why not just shoot him it didn't it made, made no sense just shoot him made no sense uh, there's so many weird we go little, little things, things like, order? like
1: that should we go through in order yeah or let's should... do it in order cause there's other things though that are good well, we'll get to him. It's well cast. Christopher Lee, what a great choice for a so bad good. guy. So good. He would have been good as Bond, too. You know, I had that thought, too. His teeth are a little up, though. Yeah. Uh, Roger Moore's teeth aren't so good, either, though. Maybe he could have been Bond. I had well, that back thought. then, like, back the Christopher... in, the, in the 70s, you could
0: have bad teeth and make he's it English, as a big right, English. Oh, I
1: don't wow. know. I had that thought, too, that Christopher Lee maybe, maybe could have been Bond. I think someone I don't put
0: know. that into you our You know what?
1: Comments. I think that the worst, the biggest knock against him is that he's too Connery-esque. Hmm. I think he was too, too Connery-esque. Even though Christopher Lee has a stellar film career, he's physically a little too Sean connery ish. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I wonder if they
0: even considered him for the role of Well, I feel like that. he's the best uh, villain so far in the Moore era.
1: So far. He's a good villain because he's not a Superman. You right. know? And I like the basic idea. I think they started with a great idea where he's up against sort of his, you know, his mirror image. A guy who's you know of of similar t- you know t- you know that they're they're mirror images of each other. Yeah. A taste for the finer things in life. Right. Skilled skilled with a gun. Kind of cool. I feel like that's a good starting point. It, this could have been such a better movie. So we're going chronological. So even yeah. good or bad. All right, uh, I've got the meeting with M. I thought it was w- great. Loved it.
0: What did you like about this one?
1: Well, number one, it's, it's Roger Moore's first time in, in the right, office, right. in the real M's office. Yeah. Uh, I did notice, though, that they skipped the entrance, though. Like in all the Connery ones, he comes in and does the thing with his hat, yeah. you know, flips the hat on the thing and uh, does a little flirting before he goes in. This one starts with him walking in. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was a good scene, you know? I, th- I thought it was cool the way he's like, uh, what do you know about Scaramanga? And yeah. He's like, Scaramanga? And at first he's like, I don't know. And then he's like, oh, yes. And he, like, knows everything about right. it. Love it. See, that, to me, that's perfect. That's
0: that's the whole way, because he plays it off. He could have just answered straight away, Scaramanga, let me tell you about him. And say, he's like, that, uh, oh, yes, of course. You know, that's all play. It's how he plays everything down.
1: Right. And then there's a great line there where he says... Uh, and 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 he says look we got this bullet with your number on it and uh came addressed to you and uh, bond says who'd pay 1 million dollars to have me killed and and immediately M says jealous husband <laughs> right and he's angry and it's true because yeah. M M doesn't like M thinks that Bond is 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 frivolous with yeah. the way he's chasing skirts and stuff like that like he appreciates his talent but sees that he could be even better if he didn't waste so much time chasing skirts and drinking booze and stuff like that right exactly i love it there's there's a complex relationship there and it's expressed it's the advantage of having this great series of movies where it's almost like a relationship like from like a tv show you know like the way that in those in these great super shows like like the sopranos and mad men these these things these tv shows that are written and acted and directed as seriously as feature films, but do 10, 15, 20 hours a year and you end up with like 80 hours, you know, where if if you watch The Wire back to back, it's, you know, 84 hours. It's like an 84, like a single 84 hour motion picture. Right. You can get complex relationships that are based on little, little snippets here and there, you know, only, you know, 30 seconds at a time. But taken over years and over, you know, multiple multiple episodes, where the Bond movies sort of develop that, and I feel like Bond has a thing with M that's like that, where where M's contempt, but it's not utter contempt for Bond. You know, it's it's he's his best agent, but right, it's not a perfect relationship, and Bond just doesn't give a. Shit. Bond doesn't care that M is frowns upon his. No. Uh, right? yeah, It's all there, right, in those two lines of dialogue. Uh, and I also love the way that that scene ends, where M uh, takes him off his current mission and says, I can't have you on this mission with this Scaramanga thing hanging over your head. And Bond wow. is put off at first. Doesn't even get it, right? It, it, Bond is just like, damn, I can't believe he took me off this. Right, And then it dawns on Bond. Well, if I found him first, that might change things. And M goes, duh, it yeah. gives him this look like it's about time, 007. Right. Yes, I would think so dramatically. Yeah. Right. But M isn't going to tell him that. Right. So in other words, Bond is thinking, all right, he's taking me off this mission. I'll just take, take some funds. I'm going to travel the world and hunt this f- down and kill him. Right. Uh, before he kills me. And M is like, yeah, that's what I want you to do. But I'm not going to tell you that because <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you. I can't. Right. Me as the head of the Secret Service, I can't take my top agent and put him on a personal vendetta. Right. But if you want to do it yourself, yeah, it's yeah. up to you. Love it. A lot of a lot of understated
0: things happening in the communications here,
1: right? And it's just to me the whole scene. You've got to if, if any bond has to be. You, you've got to, your relationship with M has got to be. It's it's got to hit those right tones. It's yeah. got to be a lot of understated stuff, and this has it. perfect. This is this to, at this point you might be thinking this is going to be a great movie. Well, except for the fun house. So then he goes over to, uh forget where they go, but they're in the, where are they? In the Middle East somewhere? Lebanon, right? Beirut? Yeah. Uh, um, and he's got the thing with the belly dancer. Right. Down, now, got,
0: was it, was, did you, did you think she, was she attractive? Was she supposed to be attractive?
1: I think she was supposed to be. I did not personally find her yeah. attractive. I, I didn't found- find her impulsive either, but...
0: There's something going on with her that I didn't – she, to me, was not believable in that, in yeah. that role. Hmm. Anyway, she, she has the gold bullet as her naval accoutrement. Good luck charm. Yeah. Right. Her good luck charm.
1: Yeah, which is kind of weird because yeah. she seemed to have affinity for the agent who was killed by that bullet. Uh, yeah, I, It seems like if, if a – I don't know. Even Would if you save even- the bullet that
0: killed your lover? Would you save it, save but then would you
1: I'd be creeped out I might save it. I might would save you it, wear but I wouldn't it? I wouldn't consider it a good luck charm. Would you wear it like it as a
0: man, would you wear it around me. your neck or something? No, no.
1: Bracelet? No. But anyway, it's a good Bond gimmick though. I will get I'll grant them that though. It does yes. seem like a good Bondian gimmick that there's a belly dancer with with the bullet he's looking for in her belly.
0: Now here's the thing. So he has to get this from right. her. And he he's, he's trying to get that whole scene was such a goofball scene. Yeah. There's so much. It it was like, it was like a slapstick scene. He swallows it. And now wouldn't you just pass that? Would you have to go to a hospital to get that out? I guess you, would.
1: Well, that's the end of the scene though. This, it, it is to me, a, it's a bad scene. And then there's a fight because guys come in and he's, he has since swallowed the bullet. Yeah. Now the fight, did you see my tweet? Yeah,
0: you can see the, it, you can see the cameraman. Repeatedly, there's yeah.
1: mirror. It's in a dressing room. So, you know, there's mirrors. You see the camera, you see the stage lighting. You see like a crew member <laughs> over and over and over again. I mean, and you can see them. I mean, it, it's not static shots. The camera is panning whenever this happens, but it's, it's. Really, pretty obvious. I mean, how would you, how did they not figure this out when they were staging it? I mean, it just seems ridiculous. It's just like I said, Guy Hamilton is a is a hack. I mean, it's not just like oh, you can kind of see a reflection in this one shot. It's like over and over again in this scene, you see the the crew on the other side of this fight. It's just ridiculous, and it's not a good fight. It's no, not it's a good.
0: It's a bad sight, a, a, a bad fight, a bad scene, all around bad. Nothing good there. Nothing good about it. And then
1: he gets out, gets in a cab, and a guy says, uh, hotel mister? And he goes, no, a drugstore. Yeah. Because he's going to take, uh, I guess, a laxative.
0: Yeah, or something to make him. I mean, poor Roger Moore. I, I mean. <laughs> this is how I feel, is that he walks into this movie again, right. and it's another bad. It's like here, it's like it's like somebody shows up and says, hey, man, you are going to play Bond you know and 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 this is this is this awesome legacy that's left I and mean, look at Dr. No look at from Russia with the, that's going to be you you Roger Moore and he's like I, you know I feel like this whole saint thing was just a warm up for this this is what I'm here for
1: yeah, and I, you can't here if-
0: pretend to swallow this gold lady's bullet. gold right. bullet from her navel and have then you get a go by laxative right.
1: ah And even if you wanted to get scatological about it, why not just make yourself vomit immediately? Not as, you know, it's just, if you're going to have to pick it out of one thing, I'd rather pick it out of vomit, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) And I would think, if you wanted, you know, just take it a little further, I would think that would be part of your training as a secret agent is is how to induce yourself to vomit because you might be exposed. If you ever suspect you've been exposed to poison, you need to be able to... instantly. Yeah, you've got to be able to do it. So you don't even have to go to a drugstore. You don't have to buy anything to make yourself vomit. You should you should be able to do it with your finger. Yeah,
0: that's part that. That's why it wasn't vomiting. That's why it was a, for sure a
1: laxative. It's just terrible. It's just a te- I don't know why they put that in the movie. There's no it's, other than, than than for when he's with Q and they're doing their little analysis that he can say you don't know what I went through to get this. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that isn't worth funny. it. It's not worth it. Yeah. Not cool. That was fun. Not cool. Not cool at all. So uh, as he's
0: as he's. Uh, so then, what then? What happens?
1: Well, then they go to Q and the Q branch just by looking at the, the amount of nickel and gold together, figure out that, that this is the work of this crackerjack uh, gunsmith. Yeah, he was maker. he was funny. He funny. was cool. Yeah, that was a great scene. I like now, that all scene. of a sudden, the movie gets cool again. Yeah, they're on location in uh, I don't know where that was. Where was that?
0: When they go to get the uh, the bullet from the guy,
1: he goes to the gun the gunmaker's shop.
0: I thought for that it that was uh, Hong, was
1: it Hong Kong. Well, the was that Macau? No, Macau is where Yeah, that's Macau. That's the
0: casino. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where he went for that.
1: But it doesn't in matter. In the Bottoms Up Club.
0: Uh, yeah, no, this was. This was because in the front of the in the the guy is not the guy is not Asian, but in the front of the house where the, the store where he works, he's got a bunch of uh that's right. Asian and people there. And the in.
1: reason that the that the casino is there is that she was picking the stuff up from him. From him. It, yeah. So it was all in Macau. So yeah. in Macau, he both finds the gun this gunmaker guy, uh Secret Underground gunmaker, and right. uh, and also meets Scaramanga's woman, right? But right. I love this guy. I love the idea that he's this like the world's greatest like bullet maker. Yeah. Uh and it's a great scene. I think it's a great scene. Yeah.
0: Shakes him down, gets the information
1: right. he needs. Shoots a bullet right through his freaking legs. Yeah, right. That'll that will set you straight.
0: Yeah, he's using a gun that was sighted for a one a man with uh, no fingers or something. Right, missing his
1: first two fingers. Yeah, Uh great scene. Yeah, love it. So he gets he gets the the bullets. Right there's a nice little run here where where Bond has his hard edge. Right? He shoots a bullet at this guy. I mean, he more or less threatens to kill the guy.
0: He would kill them, I think, right. if he if needed to.
1: Right. And it's a nice little scene where the scene has a nice arc where the guy comes in and is so happy to meet James Bond, has heard of him, and thinks that Bond is there to commission a weapon. Right. Right? And it's a nice little transition as it dawns on the guy that, no, he's here to threaten my life. It's a nice little scene. And then he uh, – what happens after that?
0: Well, that's when he goes out, and there's uh he goes to the he goes to the club or the casino, oh, rather. Right,
1: and Scaramanga kills the other guy. Right,
0: and he thinks it's for him. Right. This is where he's smoking a cigar in the. In the is that that scene in the alleyway?
1: He first meets uh, Tattoo. Yeah. Now,
0: does Tattoo know who he is at this point?
1: Because yeah, because they've Tattoo got does. they've
0: got the dummy of him down. Yeah, Tattoo knows who he
1: is. Yeah. Um but here's the here's see you now here's another bit of terrible writing, where Bond gets picked up by the Hong Kong agent guy on the scene after the shooting, and the guy God, doesn't say so the guy whisks him away to the Queen Elizabeth II, which is now this is a cool idea. We, I mean, it's like half terrible writing, half really cool idea. But he whisks him away, right? And Bond eventually like decides, look, these guys are so suspicious. Everything they tell me isn't true. I'm just jumping off this thing. Right? But like, who would do? I mean, you.
0: I mean, what are you going to do you know, in, in the wrecked ship? All that, you know. What do you do? Would you if rather? If you don't be tell
1: out? James Bond that you're who you who you are, isn't the more likely thing that Bond would just He's going kill to kill you? you? He's going to kill you. Yeah. Like, why would you not say, "Look, I'm with I'm I'm with I'm with you. I'm with the Secret Service."
0: How many movies up until now have we seen where James Bond gets in a car with somebody he doesn't know, and those people all wind up dead?
1: Exactly and it just doesn't make any sense it's all because it's such, just such poor screenwriting because the whole thing is to set up the gimmick of um, the direct boat with the with the basin right to so that the audience is as surprised as bond but i you don't even need to do that why not tell the guy why not just tell bond Look, I'm with the Secret Service. You have got to come with me. I can't let the you you don't want the Hong Kong police to uh, to pick you up after this type of shooting, right? And then Bond would just say, well, "Where are we going? Don't worry about it, right?" What, what did you up? think?
0: We skipped that weird bottoms up club. What did you make of that?
1: I'd have a drink there. So he winds up in the uh, in this in this ship. Right. But it's a cool set. That's a, and this is a total Bondian idea. Like it's ridiculous. It's preposterous. But this is the sort of stuff that we love about James Bond movies. Is is it's a half sunk Queen Elizabeth II right. at a forty five degree angle. Right. It's and a so skew
0: at a forty-five degree angle. But they're using it. They're still using it. They've leveled as, they put leveled floors inside of
1: it. Right. And MI6 has built like a little office in there. And yeah. it's great. It's a great scene. It's a great great art direction. It just it, it's like a weird totally puts you It's like, wow, I've never seen it. it was just cool. It's very cool. I really liked that. I thought that was great.
0: So it turns out that the guy that gets shot outside the strip club is actually the main guy that they've been trying to get to for months. All
1: right. The guy with the MacGuffin. Yeah. Uh, And this, to me, this is is where the movie peaks. This is the, the highlight of the movie. This is the last moment where you're thinking this is a, you know, this is a great movie. I remember the first time – this is, and this, I think, is the James Bond movie that I have seen the least times in my life. I don't think – as to my recollection, I never saw this movie before I started my – hey, why don't I watch all of the James Bond movies oh, really? in a row thing two summers ago? I don't think I ever saw this movie as a kid. If I did, I have no recollection of it at all. None. Uh, so I, this is like the one old James Bond movie that that I watched with fresh eyes as an adult. And I remember – at this point in the movie, thinking, this is, this is a great movie. I remember thinking, I was like, why, did, why have I never heard of this? This movie is absolutely fantastic. Super cool. And then you realize. And then it's all downhill. mm mm-hmm.
0: All downhill. Yeah. So they go out. Now he's going to go get the
1: agitator. Wow. Well, well, who cares? It's a MacGuffin. Who cares what the MacGuffin yeah. is? It's good enough. So he goes to Bangkok.
0: Um,
1: now, I guess there is one more good scene. I guess I shouldn't say they have quite peaked. I like the scene where he, he tracks the woman from the casino. I like the way that the bets are collected in these little baskets. Right, they're split. raised
0: up. They don't know. Yeah, that, I mean, it seemed kind of preposterous. Maybe it was really done that way.
1: Yeah, Pinot. That was actually shot in a real – I saw on the, the Blu-ray that's extras. That's a real casino. They were in there shooting on location. That That's – that's an actual casino. That's a, for whatever I don't know, for whatever reason. That's how they collect the bets. Yeah. I don't know if that was a craps table or what the hell game that was, but uh, pretty cool. And he tracks the woman back to her hotel. Uh, gets the guy. It's a totally totally James Bond movie where he's carrying a champagne and the guy just opened. He did not have to break. The guy All
0: just – I right, grabbed the door for me. Would you? Oh sure.
1: Yeah. Goes in, you know, and it's it's half cool, half kind of creepy, rapey. Yeah. Uh, where he like greets her in the shower. Uh, but she's ready, man. She's got a gun in there. She showers with a gun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but then it's, you know, and this is like a scene where I could see Connery doing it, where he's twisting her arm and she's, she's in real pain. Right. And this is where
0: you realize that, that Bond is on a mission. He's, he's perfectly okay inflicting pain on somebody who has no possibility of defending themselves against him. Right.
1: Exactly. He's
0: this is he's there to do a mission. He's got to get some information. I'll, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll a guy who's I'll threatening a to kill him. Yeah, a
1: guy who's threatening to kill him. Yeah. All right.
0: I'll I'll after her, Sure. It's
1: done after he's got the information. Then he's 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 going to bang her.
0: Yeah, because she liked it apparently.
1: Right. And he pours some champagne. It's classy.
0: <laughs> it's a perfect date night, I guess.
1: Right. It's total Bondian, no, It's very. <laughs> it Bondian. is,
0: and this is this is why those kinds of things just don't. It doesn't hold up today because that everything about that scene is so wrong, and it would just right. never. You know, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to imagine a modern Bond. On the one hand, sort of like kind, of, like you say, it is kind of rapey. It is kind of like, like, it just doesn't. It just it, the whole scene was a little unsettling to me,
1: right? Well, why would a woman fall for a guy who who met her that way? Yeah, that's what I mean. It does What would work if you wanted to write the equivalent scene today? I think you'd have to have some kind of backstory where the particular hot woman and Bond have met each other uh-huh. before under regular circumstances and a romance, you know, some sort of attraction started. is established. Then Bond finds out that he needs this information from her and it's so essential that he'll he's willing to physically torture her for it. <sighs> Uh, but because they already know each other, that that there's still something there, and she feels guilty because she knows she shouldn't have been doing what she was doing. And mm. you can do it, but you'd have to establish it more. You can't just have him come in and, and wearing a suit and, and yeah. looking at her for thirty seconds while she showers.
0: So then he goes, he puts on the third nipple, he goes to the down to the pool, and decides he wants to go swimming.
1: But he makes a terrible, terrible mistake where, uh, and this is you kind know, of this is. T- totally Bondian type thing, where he thinks that the guy, he's just based on the assumption that the guy and Scaramanga have never met in person. Right. In fact, they're, they not only have met Scaramanga He's there. hanging out. They're, he's already there.
0: Wearing, wearing a nice white suit. Right.
1: Then they, uh, is next, then they go to, well, I, you know what, that's another one where he gets out of that uh, stupid way, where they go to kill him. He shows up for dinner at night and instead of killing him right there, they, uh, they take him to a karate yeah. school. Don't take him
0: to the school. Don't kill him here. I live here.
1: Yeah, but why not just take him to school and cut his throat?
0: I don't know. Oh, instead, we'll let him, you know, sleep. Right. He'll wake up to some kind of weird massage. Right. And then he's going to watch some fights, and then it's his turn to fight.
1: Right. It's just it just seems like shameless like hey, these Bruce Lee movies are doing really well. We right. got to get some of this that. in our movie.
0: And who who saves the day but the two uh little Chinese girls? Well, they're cool. They were very cool. And yeah. if anything, it you know, I think that established its own genre right there.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Chinese, Asian Asian girls dressed up in... Schoolgirl outfits kicking, kicking ass. Kicking ass. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. But the setup for that is horrible. Yeah, horrible. Like, they, they, that was cool that they were there, but you got to get them... It, it's just bad writing. Just terrible. Really bad. Terrible. Yeah, really bad. Uh, and then they got the scene where they go to the the kickboxing... What was the deal with that? Why were they there?
0: Because I think this to me again and you look at you look at the way that this scene the kickboxing scene is shot. Now let's let's hearken back.
1: Oh, I know why they were there. They were there to get the 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 dingus from the woman
0: cuz she had she it with gonna, her. She and had she it. She was going to
1: give it to Bond. Yeah. And instead Scaramanga was already on top of it. Already, already killed top. her.
0: Already killed her. She's sitting there dead with perfect right. posture.
1: No, no exit wound. Apparently, I'll give I'll give you that though. I'll say if you're the most skilled assassin in the world, you can you can pull that <sighs> off. I'll, I'll just grant that. I'll concede that for the moment. Just just concede that. Here's the thing: the dingus is right in front of her, laying in some peanuts. Yeah, on the and ground. like I it's I already looked in her purse. I didn't bother looking on the ground.
0: <laughs> right. It just it seems like the most in, uh, here he is the most the most competent assassin in the world, but the most incompetent. Like I'm going to look right. at my surroundings after I right. killed – You know, it just didn't. It right. just didn't make any sense. All which right. was the which it. was the movie? Was it was it Doctor No or was it uh, where they went to see the uh, the sumos?
1: No, that was of course. You only lived twice. You only lived twice. Sorry, right with Tokyo. Yeah,
0: so that that is so well done, and this is so not, and so not. Right. The two scenes, the contrasting scenes where you have – you feel like you're at the sumo. Right. You know, you feel like you're 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 in the ring with these guys when you watch this one. And you see the whole crowd. You see the – it's like culture shock. Right. You're like, wow, I'm there. I'm there. I'm in Japan.
1: And that one was directed by Lewis, Lewis Gilbert.
0: And this one, you're like – you know, everybody looks kind of sweaty. And, and it's not realistic, gritty sweaty. It's like the actors were really too hot, sweaty, and – it just—it was shot really poorly. You don't get a sense of the space that you're in,
1: and it—I just didn't like this scene. Yeah, but it's stupid. It's just stupid. It, it, here's how—it's just so poorly written that, like I said, it's—I I don't know. Do I have a double standard that there's some stupid things that I that I say are perfect? You know, like the having the office built in the wreck of the Queen Elizabeth two. Like to me, that's the type of stupid Bond thing that is like s- stupid awesome. Because yeah. it's, like, over the top. Yeah. It's, it, it's not logic. You know, it doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't really do that. But it's it doesn't affect the story. It's just a cool thing. Just, just an excuse to show something cool. But it doesn't affect the actual story. Whereas having the dingus lying in a couple of peanut shells right in front of her feet after he's already had time to rifle her purse, it just defies belief. And then it gets worse because um, they give it to Goodnight. Yeah. And uh, she, she gets kidnapped. She winds up
0: getting – well, she it's she's not really intentional. Well, it's kind of yeah, intentional. Me, this is, this might he, be
1: the low point of the entire Bond series, right? She's in a trunk. She's kidnapped. She's got the, the, the MacGuffin, right? Now, here's the part though that, that, that to me is the low point, and, and it's just so awful, is that he and – and I forget the guy's name, but it's his Hong Kong agent guy uh, – are standing there by their car, which is a nice Mercedes-Benz. And who's got the keys? Oh, she's got the no, Why in the world would James Bond not have the keys? <laughs> you got to be kidding me. James Bond doesn't have the car keys? <laughs> what? In what yeah. universe does James Bond not have the car keys? Yeah. What? I mean, you could, you could go through um, – let, let the man live for a million years and go on a new, new, new mission every day, and there's not once where he doesn't have the car keys. But – Because he doesn't have the car keys, he has to uh, break into the AMC motors. Right, and get uh, get a
0: nice little Hornet X. (laughs) Cool car.
1: (laughs) No, it is not a cool car. It was a cool car. I almost bought
0: an AMC. Javelin. I was looking at an AMC Javelin. Does
1: James In the highlight chase of the movie, does James Bond belong in an AMC? No,
0: no, but it was a cool car for the time. Muscle car.
1: It's not, but it's like the worst of the muscle cars. It was. They must have have signed a lot of money. It was like the discount muscle car. AMC. Like the they made the, didn't they make the Gremlin? Yeah, my dad had a Gremlin for a little while. Low point. I mean, what the hell was Scaramanga driving too? That had to be some AMC piece of too. Yeah, they were the worst cars. I just I mean, thought it was very seventies. That's why I liked it. It was very seventies. I, I mean, compare and contrast with Diamonds Are Forever. Well. Uh, no, he's no not comparison. driving a. He's not driving a Bentley or a. No um, comparison. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, Aston Martin. Uh, so then he drives the Scaramanga
0: drives into a barn in the middle of no, nowhere. No, no, but
1: you're skipping the part where the the sheriff. Uh,
0: I just wanted to skip it. I just I'm sick of this guy. I liked him a lot last time. You're talking about J.W. Pepper,
1: right? And why in the world would you? I mean, I mean, I guess he was a popular character in Live and Let Die. But why would in a James Bond movie would you would you go to this <sighs> preposterous gag where J.W. Pepper, who you've already seen two scenes ago, falling into the water? Yeah. That he happens to be there. I mean, why in the world would he be vacationing in Macau?
0: Give me a break. It doesn't make any sense at all. And now he he's loves Bond. He loves him now. And it's he just, just wants so to bad. help him anyway he can.
1: Car. It's all precipitated by the idea that Bond doesn't have the car keys. It's a terrible, terrible. car. Uh, For the
0: longest time, they're driving in the middle of nowhere. Driving, driving, driving. Oh, he's on the wrong side. He's got it now. Here we start. talk about the stunt. Right. we got to talk about the stunt.
1: It's all a setup for the one cool thing about this scene yeah. which is the stunt where they they jump over the water uh doing like a a what would you call it a barrel roll Yeah
0: they the car spiral. it goes up it goes up off of a of, of a ramp that's sort of almost sideways it does a a, a spiral in the air and lands
1: right. And then and they Very did cool it for stunt.
0: Re- They did it for real it was a real stunt and apparently yeah. the stunt existed before the movie somehow right. the producers directors got wind of this saw it Said, we got to have this in the movie right. and paid something like 200,000 bucks right. to get this stunt done. And it was oh. a it was a good stunt. I mean, like now today you just do that with, you know, it's not, you wouldn't like, it was not a big deal today. If you saw that stunt, that would not be a big deal. But back then this was unbelievable. This is the best stunt ever.
1: There's this cool – you know what it was? It, there was a cool thing on the Blu-ray, this extra. It was this whole thing about it. It was this company called JM Productions, and they went around the country doing all sorts of car stunts. Sounds like – I would buy a ticket for it if they were still doing it. <laughs> but car – you know, guys on motorcycles jumping over buses and guys in cars jumping jumping cars and stuff like that. Um, real popular thing at the time, these, these stunt shows. And they got a call from these engineers at Caltech uh, – I guess in the late 60s or early 70s and and these guys at Caltech said, look, we got all this government money to commission this these computer simulations of car accidents, right? And we've built these these, you know, complex physics models to to, you know, we're it's like for the National Highway Transportation, you know, Safety Fund or something. But it's all about making cars safer. But these Caltech guys are like, so we're doing this stuff about uh, shooting cars up in the air and we've figured out that if you hit a ramp like this at a certain way our 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 model, which we're convinced is is accurate, shows that you could land a jump like this, where a car does a flip in the air, like a spiral in the air, like a football. Would you guys, you know, and, and so, and we love we love your stunt shows. Do you, you know, do you guys want to work on us and try to pull this off? Uh. And and you know, God damn it, it worked. And so the Bond guys, and, and it's narrated by the guy who ran the show. He was like the, the P.T. Barnum of, of car stunt shows. said that one day he got a call from Cubby Broccoli and he said, you know that stunt you do uh, where your car does a spiral in the air? And he goes, yeah. He goes, do you think you could fly out to Macau and do it over a river for a James Bond movie? <laughs> the guy was like, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> it's cool though. Cool stunt, man.
1: Unbelievable. J.W. What's his name? Pepper horrible so they they uh and then, then but then they follow that up they fall immediately after this cool ass stunt. they follow it up with uh, a ridiculous flying car
0: yeah they drive into a barn uh, the little little hooks attached to the side of the, the thing and they start going and so then goodnight's up there and she's quiet like, things are quiet we must have stopped <laughs> and she opens the trunk and of course how, right how would she
1: think that they've stopped
0: i have no idea it's so weird. Now, I, I, now to if
1: her you were credit, in the trunk of a car that had been attached to become a flying car, and you're thirty seconds after takeoff. Would you? Is there any chance in the universe that you would think that the car has stopped?
0: I can't imagine it. I just I, can't imagine it's, it. It's, uh, it wasn't even a good gag. No, terrible. So she, so she looks out. She gets freaked out. And I have to say, what do you think of Brit Eklund in
1: general? Which one was she? Was she Goodnight? That's
0: Goodnight? good Goodnight,
1: yeah. And the other one had like a weird name. She was Maud uh, Maud was Adams. Something?
0: Yeah, Andrea. Andrea Echlin
1: was great. I, I thought she was great. I liked her. And
0: yeah. in in the books, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't I haven't read them. But my understanding is in the books that she is Bond's like personal secretary, and a lot of her lines and communication with her is transferred to. Moneypenny in the movies. Is that correct? That
1: hmm. might be. I don't really. I, I've read a bunch of the books, but I don't really remember much about his secretary. So a, man, I, li-
0: I like her. I like the yeah. little blue outfit she shows up in. She's really funny. Here's what I don't like about her, and, and you'll notice there's a change. She's kind of the ditziest Bond girl yeah. so far. And I didn't. Yeah. I thought they could have done a better job with her, like when she's, you know, bending over in the, her but hits the button and you know little things like that like yeah why make her incompetent yeah why and they
1: did the same thing with the uh Rosie the 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 black double yeah, agent yeah 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 same thing with her right why, no, why? i don't yeah, know there's a weird misogyny you know just this this assumption that the that the girls have to be incompetent yeah. if they're good so or- of
0: course of course as i'm watching this movie this is the second part that my wife comes into the room and and, and she sees you know, the blonde girl in the bikini bending over and her butt hitting a, a button. She's like, right. what are you watching now? Right. Like, it's the same movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that part with with Bond down, I know we're skipping a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not.
0: But that time. part with the Bond down, Bond down in the thing, and, and, he's, and he's like, oh, you've turned it off. She's like, I have. You know, that whole yeah. thing was just, like, I felt like that scene had a lot of potential because, again, you've got a secret base There's a lot of cool things that could happen in a secret base. That was not one of them.
1: You know what? I think that the whole thing really falls apart here. And it it just comes right down to the writing. And I don't even – I haven't read The Man with the Golden Gun novel. Maybe it's Fleming's fault. Maybe I'm blaming this Mankiewicz screenwriter and maybe it's all Fleming's fault. I don't know. But – it. so you know, maybe the people who 've read the novel can correct me, but I just hate it to me. it seems like a story that I wrote as a thirteen year old boy right <laughs> It just seems like a totally adolescent thirteen year old idea where you 've got your good guy Superman and your bad guy Superman, and the bad guy is torment the bad guy 's uh, uh, critical flaw is that he can 't stand the idea that maybe the other guy's better than him, yeah. and so he has to have a a uh, a mono, a mano shootout, uh, right? It, just, it's, it seems like something I would have come up with when I was like And 12. the whole
0: reason that the place blows up is because Goodnight bumped the guy down into the cooling tank and heated it up.
1: That's not how, and it, 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 it's not how the ego works, yeah. right? Like the ego doesn't work that way. The ego, even if you have that 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 problem where you're worried about that, your ego is such, like if you're Scaramanga, you just assume you're a better guy, mm-hmm. right? And you almost, even if you're not a, coward you're you're almost you almost shy away from that sort of uh thing like so the way you want to write this story is that they're they're they have to kill each other and fight to get the macguffin it's not that they have to fight because scaramanga wants to have a an a old-fashioned duel yeah you got to have them fighting over the macguffin it's got to be the battle the Duel the was MacGuffin. really
0: the duel was just
1: it ruins it it, mm. it absolutely ruins it because all of a sudden scaramanga seems like an idiot
0: then you got Tattoo sitting there again, and this time he's running around the control room, so you get to see they've got a special bar for him to stand up on so he can peek through the little cubbyhole
1: and peek in at them. And why does Scaramanga have this massive power station on his island? To run the funhouse. Yeah, but he's had the island long before he had the MacGuffin. He only picked up the MacGuffin. A little bit ago,
0: I know, but I think he He's has got it to this run massive the
1: power station.
0: It, no, it, because it's a prototype of what they're going to build. Why would he
1: build that though? All he wants, all he needs to do is sell that. Sell that little. All he needs to do is sell yeah, that little right. box. I don't know. It doesn't make Gosh, any sense. That falls other, apart bad, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Why would he have this? You're why would right. he have this this big big thing? Except that they wanted to have a. You know, they felt like the need to have a build a set that looked like a big uh, scientific aluminum, you know, thing with. And it uh, did. It hats. did
0: make for a good explosion at the end.
1: Well, it made for a nice, expl- and then there's the thing where the whole thing starts falling apart and blowing up because uh, one man falls. Yeah, into she knocked the, the
0: guy in there. It raised the temperature up. and That's it. it <laughs> it's,
1: even in the even in in the universe of silly movie science, it doesn't re- raise the temperature to drop a man into a vat of, of even not in real physics, just silly movie like Star Wars style. Yeah, I would.
0: I wish the uh, the MythBusters would take this one on. Oh, it's horrible. If horrible. you have a vat who would build of- a
1: system, who would build a system that was so fragile that dropping one man in there would fall up the island? <laughs> I wonder. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I wonder. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad. It really starts out as a a movie this is, and again, it's like I've said over and over again, these movies, the first half is kind of good and then the second half is horrible. This to me is is the epitome of that because I think the first half is a pretty good exotic detective story. Exotic and what about footage. what
0: about the creepy dude who's all into Goodnight? Remember that scene? Where that? I forget the guy's name, but he was the guy that ran the plant, single-handedly ran the plant. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, good Night's and standing security. And security. <laughs> and Goodnight's standing there, and he's like obviously eyeing her. And right. then and then, then he's yeah, I mean just like like you gotta like every single guy who runs a plant is gonna be a, you know. Get it, right. want to put his paws all over like he's, he's working. I'm working here. Yeah, that's uh, opportunist. Bad. You know, Man, he's been he on just, the island too
1: long. You get to get through this movie, you've really got to start. If you're watching it at night, you got to start it early because I mean, I think the ending could put you to sleep. I mean, that's it, really nah. disappointing, really falls apart. I think this was it for, uh, for Guy Hamilton, though.
0: Oh, was it? Is that it? Because
1: the yeah, next movie, so. the yeah. next
0: movie was much better.
1: Oh yeah, and that's Lewis Gilbert. But Lewis Gilbert is, is directed. He also went on to direct Moonraker. But then again, I think that was a writing problem, not a. I don't think it was poorly directed.
0: So I feel like next week's movie is Spy Who Loved Me. So it, in my opinion, it's the best. I'm going to watch it again because I watched I watched it right. uh, you know a week ago, but I'm going to watch it again. First time I feel like Moore has a good script and a good movie and a good concept to what now there are some cheesy moments in this movie right but overall i will say this is the first good roger moore bond movie i will say this is the first one i i enjoyed as as a movie not just because it was a bond movie or because it was fun or whatever like yeah. i feel like this was this was a good one
1: it's the peak of the i i have it in my in my uh i haven't seen it in a while last time i saw it let me see the last time i saw it was uh, may of last year so Is that in
0: a in a field notes book or is that a yojimbo?
1: No, I keep it in. Uh, I have a uh, every movie. Every time I watch a movie, I have a, a database, a, a little little thing in bento that I I log it every time I watch a movie.
0: Log when you watch it, or do you put the just notes put in the it?
1: title and a few notes. Title director. But like
0: the notes that you read for these shows, are they in a in a notebook or a?
1: Oh, in a notebook, I write them, and then like I, a and trapper then I, keeper. No, field notes, of course. One of the press I on never, ones. I would never use I would never use any notebook other than Field Notes.
0: I was talking with Merlin about pens. This is
1: my highest rated. I I give a little star five star rating. This is my highest rated Roger Moore.
0: Uh, absolutely best one. So everybody who's been who's feels like they've been struggling the last couple movies, maybe the last even the last yeah. two or three movies, th- I think you're going to enjoy this one. There's a lot there's a lot of things in this movie that I think will turn things around. Yeah. Still some some cheesy stuff, but. It's a good movie
1: overall i'm torn as to what to give this man with the golden gun last time i watched it i gave it three stars oh i think I'd have to, i might have to go two
0: two do we do half stars
1: no then two stars I, I do here's my ratings one star is horrible two stars bad three stars good four stars is all star and five stars is hall of fame
0: Okay. So, so Hall, there is no
1: okay. I, I do not allow myself to have an okay. You've got to make a decision between good and bad.
0: Would there be
1: – I'm going to say two stars, I think. I'm going to say it's a bad movie. Is it's, it's,
0: I, when you rate with your stars, is this through – is this across all movies that you've seen or is this movies. just within the Bond no, no, franchise? Do you want to have a secondary rating for meaning within the Bond franchise or is it irrelevant?
1: Like, is it a two-star for all movies,
0: but in the Bond franchise,
1: it's a three? I just always think to myself, horrible, bad, good, all-star Hall of Fame. Yeah. i
0: going to keep that. Keep that notes on that.
1: See, I I do everything. I I I
0: never use a Trapper Keeper. I always use a Field Notes.
1: Yeah. I give different ratings to the same movie different times. You know, sometimes you watch it, you're in a different mood like here i've got you only Live twice uh four stars, but then i the last time I watched it uh over a year ago I only mean, gave it three stars mm. it grew on me. I actually gave on her majesty's Secret service an extra star last last week why i don't know i went i the first time I watched it, I was so enraged I gave it one star, which is which is <laughs> it's almost like it's like it's like if you went to a restaurant instead of instead of leaving a poor tip or no tip, it's actually like well, to me a one star movie is like when you call the manager over. Oh, and you, and you want to speak to the manager. So I did that. That was the rating I gave it the first time. Spy Who Loved Me is the only four star uh, Roger Moore. Good movie one.
0: Ever. I really like this one. They they get a lot of things right in this one. They've got they've got uh, good good action sequences and just enough. They've got a, a couple. Well, the villains are. You'll see, but I, I kind yeah. of I have mixed feelings on the villains. I'm telling you, you got to keep car. your eye on the
1: directors. Got to keep your eye on the directors. Great car in this one.
0: This is my favorite Bond car since the original, Aston yeah. Martin. Yeah.
1: Got to keep your eye on the directors. Because I'm telling you, it's it, number one, Terrence Young was the genius of the originals. Guy Hamilton is the hack who kind of ruined these. Peter Hunt only did one. He did On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is terrible. Now we've got Lewis Gilbert. Now Lewis Gilbert did You Only Live Twice, which was pretty cool and different. It was one that kind of shook it up. And now he gets two in a row. He gets this one in Moonraker. And then after that, it's all John Glenn. who's I don't even want to get into that guy. Yeah. Jesus. That's the guy who really – that John Glenn, I don't know who he paid off in the Eon productions, but he almost – he ruins the series. Guy's a hack. All right. So next week – you can watch it on Netflix. You don't have to pay. A, you don't have to pay a dime.
0: No, we get we get a, a link in the show notes for the iTunes one. But you can also, and you should also, just stream it on Netflix. Best way to do it. Can't wait to talk about this one. So, uh, so that's it then. Till next week. Yeah. All right. Have a good one.